0: hello hello you're listening to track by tracks new music drop with me dan and me will this is the monthly
1: digest of our favorite new music this month october
0: and will happy halloween oh be careful where you tread and we're not going to say any obvious innuendo are we no we're better than that we've grown now now no now then but a good time to actually remind people we did do Track by Track's Trick or Treat a couple of years ago. We simply haven't had the time to do it again. I'm sure it'll come back at some point. Uh, like the Halloween films, there'll be a, a remake down the road. But if you haven't listened to that yet, do check it out. It's a very fun couple of episodes.
1: Oh, maybe you'll um, record, uh share those over the weekend. Maybe,
0: maybe I will. Maybe. maybe.
1: Maybe you'll forget.
0: Maybe I'll forget.
1: Uh, so other than that, October has been a busy month and not just all the uh, shenanigans going on with Liz Truss and Richie Sunuk, Uh but Dan, I hear you've been causing havoc on the underground this month.
0: Oh, yes. Well, I didn't know if we were going to talk about this live on air. <laughs> yes, I did have a bit of a Barney with someone, which is very unlike me. You yeah. text
1: me and you said you had a run in with an old man on the
0: tube and you never felt more alive. Oh, when you say it like that, it sounds a bit different to actually what happened. I was I was, I was running my mouth, um, in an argument.
1: Oh dear, was it all about seats? You you took his seat, sat down, and you didn't give it up for an elderly person.
0: Oh, what well, something along those lines. Although I was I was actually walking through the train to give it to an older person or to make sure someone knew it was it was free. And he barged past me, tapped me on the shoulder, called me an idiot, and I shan't say on air what I called him back. Oh, what did you call him? What did you call him? Um, it's not, we're not allowed to say it even on Top By Track. It's that word. I just called him <laughs> it. It's a good one, oh. though, isn't it? It's quite casual. <laughs> but it's got, it's, it's got some meaning to it. There's a bit of
1: spite to it as well, yeah. isn't it? Uh, but other than that, uh I know you're sad because uh Jade Adams got kicked out of Strictly on the weekend, last weekend. If you're listening at time of recording release.
0: Yeah, Jade Adams, of course, from your neck of the woods, Will, down in Bristol. Mm. Bristol's finest. And I saw her at a pink, no, sink the pink panto with your other half about five or six years ago. Back then, you know, quite a a small, modest production, I'm sure no one would mind me saying. So it's incredible to see how far she's come and loads of stuff for her next year as well. So we're big fans of Jade. We're going to miss seeing her bopping about every Saturday. Uh, Well, of course, you didn't watch Strictly this weekend, did you? Because you were causing havoc in Brighton.
1: Uh, yes, a small group of us. We were having a, a wonderful hen weekend in Brighton, uh, and we uh, really did have a right giggle down there as well. Uh, but uh, that's not music related either. And you could probably tell that we haven't been to any gigs this month.
0: No, we haven't been to any gigs. I'll tell you that one uh, gig-ish thing that I did, Will, was I went to see Greece in the West End. And I have to say, we 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 just have to do that soundtrack one day because it was just absolutely phenomenal. And it's one of my favorite films of all time. I had a lot to drink before, during, and after the show. Didn't cause a scene in the theater, but did end up in GAY late until 3 a.m. that night, which was a complete accident. And uh, was so hungover the next day that my friend and I, who I was with, we just laid on the sofa and watched Grease on TV. <laughs> How original. Yeah. It's very nice, though.
1: And you mentioned you were going to see something that I'm really jealous. That I can't make it up to London to see in a couple of weeks, aren't you?
0: Oh no! Which one is that? Why? What months? Multiple? Sugar Babes? No, are you going to see the Sugar Babes? Yeah, third time this year. Will can't get enough oh, of them.
1: That would be that would be lovely. But no, I think you're going to see uh, Rob Madge, aren't you?
0: Yes, I'm going to see Rob Madge. My sons are queer, but what can you do? Uh, it's on for two weeks only at I want to say the Garrick. I think it is the Garrick. And I wanted to see it when it was off West End last year, but couldn't make it. I wanted to see it in Edinburgh, but that's quite a way to go. And of course, we did see them in Bedlobs and Broomsticks earlier this year, which was fantastic. And we are going to see them again in the Panto at the Palladium later this year. But this particular show looks so good. I wish you were here to join me, Will.
1: Oh, I, me too. I love Rob. It's so funny on social media as well. Absolute howling, howling memories of their uh, growing up experience. You've got to check them out.
2: Who wants to see me swallow a man's Daddy, you want to see me swallow a man's Yeah. I'll try my best to
0: I've also got, which I'm very excited about, Duran Duran's A Hollywood High, which is a live concert film extravaganza thing in the cinemas for one night only. So I'm going to pop off next week and see that. And Will, anything coming up for you next month apart from a trip to Track by Track HQ in London to record some in-person episodes, to record, actually, I should say, our big end-of-year episodes?
1: Yes, I'm coming back to the mothership, uh, or should I say daddy ship, uh, <laughs> to record uh, some of our wonderful end-of-year Christmas uh, episodes, which may feel a bit early, but actually, it's creeping up. Mm. Uh, But other than that, um, I've just been enjoying some of the fantastic albums that have been coming out. Uh, We're going to touch on one of them uh, coming up. Also, I have to say the Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs album is fantastic, is wonderful. The Confidence Man remix EP has been absolutely phenomenal. And I've been
0: loving the albums from a couple of our recent guests. They were some fantastic episodes, weren't they? We were joined by Darren Hayes and Tom Aspel recently. Uh, Of course, early access for patrons a week ahead of general release. And in the case of Tom Aspel, a week ahead of album release. A first for us. And if you want to check those out,
1: they're freely available everywhere now. Also, Darren called his episode the most comprehensive track by definitive track by track of the new album for him. Uh, And been great to see lots of wonderful feedbacks and very personal shares as well on our socials off Mm. the back of what he shared very touching
0: and a few rows as well which was wonderful (laughs) to see
1: (laughs) were a few rows as well uh but maybe you know you're doing something right if you're uh (laughs) if you're getting all manner of responses back from people
0: right but will shall we get stuck into some new music
1: let's go for it dan i really want you to start this month
0: oh well more than happy to will this is from big pig and this is what they meant This is What They Meant There, the new one from Big Pig, London-based songwriter Jess Smith, who I think we've spoken about on The New Music Drop before, but not for a while. I am in love with this song. Wonderful, smooth grooves, airy vocals, but also this wonderful beat, a lot of funk guitar and a great smattering of synths throughout. I just think it's such a cool kind of pop, neo-soul vibe. Um... And I'm all here for it. Well, neo soul, yeah.
1: I've just not heard you say, not heard you talk about that specific sub genre before. And Dan, I feel like I should know a bit more about Big Pig.
0: Uh, what can you share? Okay, well, I can share with you that Big Pig has been sharing music since 2017. She's released a trilogy, and is a trilogy then trilogy of DIY EPs. She has toured with the likes of Glass Animals and Jungle. And she's going to be playing some shows in London and Dublin later this year. And they've all sold out, Will. So don't try and get tickets.
1: Oh, bugger. Uh, I love this track. Uh, This is a wonderful piece of dance pop. Uh, And your Neo Soul as well is in there, uh, um, Dan. But I enjoy it for what it is. It's a really great dance track. And it's making me... I haven't listened to much of her other work it's making me want to go back through it as well and excited to hear
0: more because I guess there feels like there's more more to come. There's much more to come. Her debut mixtape Bubblegum is out in January next year and I just feel like with this song it's one of those where I already felt like I knew it a little bit. It just had that wonderful familiarity and not in a repetitive way but just in a quality songwriting sort of way. Ooh, a bit creepy. Well what's your first pick?
1: uh Bicep are back uh, uh and we love our electronic dance duos uh and these are two of the best these boys this is water bicep there this has got some of the most perfect precision synth work uh i've heard on dance track in a long time and i find the second half of that song or the latter part of that song absolutely mesmerizing with those those sounds they've got playing in there obviously very nicely layered with clara lasanne uh her voice uh is in there as well which is wonderfully haunting particularly through the earlier part of the song if you don't know who Bicep are, you've been living under a rock because they have got uh, some uh, some great stuff underneath them, underneath them, behind them. Uh, their album Isles uh, and the releases this year so far have just been absolutely spot on. And I think as, as far as electronic dance male duos go, you don't get much better than the boys. Uh, and if you don't know who they are, it's Matt and Andy.
0: Hiya Matt and Andy, hope you're listening. This is incredible and what I love about this, well what I love about it and what I'm annoyed about it is that this is one of the tracks they played live at Glastonbury this year when they headlined the West Halt stage and we weren't there Will and I wish I was there to hear this, it's one of those annoying, I mean we've said so many times and if you've been you already know Glastonbury is so big you simply can't see everything but I've always been annoyed that I was there when Lizzo was there on West Holtz as well, actually, and I didn't get to see her. And having seen the video footage of this at Glastonbury, really wish I was there. Um, Clara Lasson, the featured artist, she said that she they wrote it with a live show in mind. And you can definitely hear that with uh, that stunning, progressive sound throughout the track. Uh, and what I can't wait to hear is, yeah, a live
1: version of this and an extra length, totally mesmerizing send you off your head Uh, i can only imagine what the drop on this track would be like when you hear
0: it uh live Dan, dan next one from me then this is nakane featuring perfume genius and do you well Nakane featuring Perfume Genius and Do You Well. This, going to be really honest with the listeners, Will, this wasn't on the list for this month's new music drop until recording day today when I saw from Emre Turkman's Insta, Emre, of course, X, Years and Years, uh, he shared that he had worked on this song with Nakane, uh, which also features Perfume Genius, but also worked with Nile Rodgers on it. And I thought, well, I've got to hear this. This sounds absolutely incredible. And it is. And if you didn't already know, Nakane is a South African singer, songwriter, actor and novelist who's been championed by the likes of Elton John and Madonna. Perfume Genius, if you didn't know, is an American singer, songwriter who who has released six studio albums today and has also collaborated with the likes of Christine and the Queen's uh, Charlie XCX and recently has been remixed by Initial Talk and I don't need to talk about who Nile Rogers is do I?
1: No you've talked we've talked a lot about Nile Rogers, so no need and again like just like you said I didn't hear this track until right before we recorded so listening to it just then was like the second ever time I've listened to it and I have to say it's rapidly growing on me not just because of the great guitar and the great funk there's some great synth work in there, some wonderful vocals, and the beat is really strong as well. I think uh that's one I'm gonna be playing a lot. Actually through November, in fact. On your November playlist? You it'll be on my playlists? November. Yeah, I do my monthly playlist and that'll be on the November one. Because if I put it on the October
0: one now, it'll be a waste because I'll only listen to it a couple of times. And it's too good. It's too good to waste. And yeah, I haven't said what I love about the song, but it's exactly what you said. It's just such uh, an uplifting anthem with so much talent behind it. It had to be a banger and it really is. And it's a wonderful, the lyrics are wonderful. I want to see you dancing in the light. I may have paraphrased that a little bit, but it just seems so celebratory and coming from two queer artists. uh, I think it's a wonderful message that shines through uh, a song that makes you just want to dance.
1: Dancing in the Moonlight. Lovely. Lovely for that top loader next one from me uh, and uh, you've got to get your pHs out off of this because it's flake and it's fine it, no really it's fine Are you sure it's
2: fine now
1: So that was Fine by Flake. Uh, you might not have heard of Flake before, but they are a Danish duo, Mads and Jonathan. And they have a very unique blend of R&B, pop and dance. Uh, and they make these incredible tracks. This is a track off their album, which has come out um, recently come out, uh, which is called Fine, the album. Uh, and it is uh, 13 fantastic tracks of... Very experimental, dan- R&B dance music. I love this one because it's got a really catchy chorus. and uh, reminds me a little bit of Donkey Boy, we've, which we've talked about before on Track oh, by Track. I
0: love Donkey Boy.
1: We've done an album by them, haven't we? We've done an album by them, well remembered. Uh, and I'd encourage you to listen to there's so many strong albums out at the moment, as we were saying at the start. This will fly under the radar a little bit, but it shouldn't. So I would definitely advise, don't just listen to Fine, PH, but listen to the rest of the album as well. Uh, tracks like Two Minutes, Kitchen Party,
0: definitely worth your time. Yeah, I have to say, I hadn't heard of Flake before, so I was shocked to see that this is their fourth album. Clearly got some homework to do because, yeah, it's a great combination of, like you said, R&B and really soulful electro pop. And I love that some of the synth sounds in here, some sounded straight out of the 80s, some sounded straight kind of from the noughties. I was getting all kind of like Sam Sparrow vibes. From this as well, and the way that you couldn't quite place him uh, and his. He was Australian, Dan. Influencers. Oh, sorry. Not geographically, <laughs> musically. Musically. And of course, well, we did have a jolly good giggle today when I said I couldn't find Flake because I was looking for Flake with an F and I was just getting pictures of Anthea Turner on her wedding day. <laughs> Which is a which was a real cultural moment because uh, that
1: was obviously a paid promotion in partnership with Cadbury's on the front cover of Hello magazine. And if I remember rightly, and you might need to check with your nan on this, every reader got a free uh, snowflake yeah. chocolate bar attached to the front of the mag. Well, you couldn't call a chocolate bar a snowflake nowadays, could you? No, you no, you couldn't. But also, you know, back in those days, you used to get free gifts of plenty with magazines. I think, like, with smash hits, you'd often get a CD uh, or stationery. Um, yeah. I even think at one point, um, take a break magazine, you, you get a uh, 20 B&H st- sellotape to the front, such as the how times have changed.
0: <laughs> I have to say, well, I didn't like it when it was uh, smash hits or whatever, when they were giving away, like, glittery, nail varnish because it really didn't help with the argument that it wasn't just for girls it was just for people who like music uh, and what are you doing next and who are you who are, who are you doing next I'm doing some modern strange love with Paul. So, Modern Stranger Love there from Paul. Paul, if you didn't know, are a Dutch new wave duo. And you can just tell some of their influences, can't you? They are fans of Bronski Beat. They are fans of Pet Shop Boys. And I think where sometimes we'll say, clearly influenced by that, but with kind of quite a contemporary production. No, this is all out remaking the 80s. And absolutely, incredibly so. I love this song because it sounds like it's from my favorite genre of music. But what I love as well is that title, Modern Strange Love, because you've got the incredible Modern Love, one of my favorite David Bowie songs ever. And of course, Strange Love was a hit for Depeche Mode. And I think as well as those bands we mentioned before, you can hear hints of Bowie, you can hear hints of Depeche Mode, and so many more. Uh, Are you in love?
1: Yes, with uh, with the, and with this song as well. I've just Aww. got that. I've just got um, "Modern Love" by David Bowie in my head now because it's just a fantastic song. Uh, but also uh, the modern covered it, uh, which I loved at the time as well back in the early '90s. Uh, but this track, yeah, it's a love letter to the '80s, and I found this track and I sent it to you. Oh, and I just said you're going to love this, and I wasn't. I wasn't let down because you did because it has everything that you love and I love about synth. 80s synth pop synth wave music uh, and all of those artists that we talk about till the cows come home on track by track uh, and yeah with a very retro fond production akin to that uh, they've got a few other great tracks knocking about as well if you want to check them out on uh streaming services so please do so will what's next for you oh i've been looking forward to this ladytron are back this is city of angels It's so good to have Ladytron back. I've loved them like forever, as like this kind of dystopian synth pop, alt pop, and that haunting voice of Helen's uh, on lead vocals. And this is the uh, one of the sort of comebacks I love the most. It's one of those if it ain't broke, don't fix it comebacks. And they've done something so true to themselves, so pure Ladytron with that kind of icy. Uh, lyrics delivery and production to it uh it's the first track of a new album which is going to be with us next year and this is there's a few albums i've seen coming out next year now that are very exciting uh and they're also going to be playing a few live shows in the spring so it's time to get very excited about Tron again and also rediscover some of their classics uh because oh my god they have got some fantastic Songs,
0: well, I definitely need to do some Ladytron homework because I've heard bits and bobs um but I haven't really delved too deep into their back catalog, and as you said, there's loads to listen to there uh but going on this i'll I'll be there in a heartbeat because this is just absolute quality synth wave goodness, it sounds so full of inspiration and of layers and of sounds. I'm hearing, you know, the kind of artists we love, golf rap, Richard X, all that kind of thing. And of course, these have been doing it for as long as they've been doing it. Uh, but one thing I really love about this song is I love a song with a muted chorus. And I feel like you do get that here. And
1: 20th of album is when the new, uh, 20th of album is when the new <laughs> it's when the new January is out. I wonder when that was coming. I've been waiting for a new January for ages.
0: <laughs> Dan, next one from you, please. Next one from me, a debut for this band on track by track. And these have been going for some time as well. It's Arctic Monkeys with sculptures of anything goes. Sculptures of Anything Goes There from Arctic Monkeys. Now, as I said, we've not talked about Arctic Monkeys on track by track before. I don't think. We certainly haven't been track by track through one of their albums. And I am such a huge fan of them. But, you know, I think for both of us, there might be a couple of artists that we absolutely adore that maybe, you know, you feel like the other one just doesn't get and it wouldn't work on an episode um, but as soon as I heard this one, this is the third track on their new album, The Car. And they've been experimenting with new sounds for a couple of albums now. But this is the first time that I think you really hear Arctic Monkeys playing around with synthesizers and electronics and electronic drums. And I just think it works so well. This is so haunting and so atmospheric, but still with Alex Turner's unique Sheffield drawl if that's not an inf- uh if that's not an insult uh i think it's a masterpiece but well i am dying and quite nervous to know what you think <laughs> to it i thought i was going to absolutely hate this track when i press play
1: and the first few bars kicked in and and i don't i think it builds into something very graceful very underplayed very electronic it does feel like the lead singer Alex is channeling a little bit of Alison Goldfrap uh, through this track, both in the vocal delivery and the production of it, which is a very good thing. And I, and I, what I admire and have admired about the Arctic Monkeys is they continue to experiment and try new things and new sounds, but at the same time. They're always very true to their roots and that Sheffield sound and the Sheffield accent is still very prominently there and totally them.
0: Yeah, what a what a pleasant surprise. I'm absolutely thrilled, Will. And it's interesting you say about the Sheffield thing because, you know, they, of course, made indie music huge in Sheffield in the 2000s uh with their debut album and playing at the lead mill and things like that but of course if we go back a few decades before human league and some of their really early experimental synth stuff well that didn't sound too far removed from this also with this one i'm getting real hints of if david bowie and lcd sound system had the chance to work together a little bit more maybe we would have got something like this
1: Oh, Dan, you always travel down those pop roads that uh, were less travelled and and actually complete dead ends, Uh, which is such a shame. Because My life. Oh, no. A series of dead ends. Oh, things aren't that bad. Well, not nearly, but not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe you've got something that can pick me up. I definitely got that for you because we're going, such as the joy of track by track, we're going from Arctic Monkeys to Betty Boo and i have adored and devoured her debut album many times this month here is uh, i did i remember i said to you uh will there be actually any other tracks on the album that we haven't heard yet because it felt like we'd totally heard a lot of them but turns out the album is huge and there's loads of stuff on there that we haven't heard this is one of them that i can't stop playing this is nobody can bring me down I really love about this Betty Blue album is it's so her but at the same time straddling so many different genres with some special support and guests in it uh, and it crosses everything. This track in itself is so hard to pin down the sound because you've got a bit, maybe a little bit of drum and bass, maybe a little bit of R&B, maybe a little bit of dance, a little bit of electronic Uh, But I love the energy to this. And I think it's a great showcase for the variety you've got on the album. There are some other fantastic uh, album tracks that we haven't heard yet that I would definitely recommend. Like Stop Your Nonsense. All I Want to Do Is Dance, 808. uh, And Never Too Late, uh, just to name a few. But I think the wait has been worth it. And I love... This has had some success in the album charts as well, but I also love that it's very true to uh, Betty Boo, aka
0: Alison Lovey, Alison Clarkson's roots. And it's true testament to Betty Boo and the album that she joins a very exclusive club where we have featured her twice in uh, two months running on the new music drop. But such is the quality of the album and the amount of stuff on there that deserves to be heard by the masses. And yeah. This is great because I love that when you see Betty Boo interviews, and there's been lots of interviews and things like that recently, she comes across, Alison, as you say, comes across as like a really lovely, cool auntie or something like that. And then you hear things like this and she's rapping and she's full of attitude. She's slaying, uh, as she says Mm. herself. And it's, like you said, so many influences because she's got such a pop sound. But there's hints of... I was thinking like maybe a bit of garbage, maybe a bit of sneaker pimps. I think she loves, she's influenced by so much and she lets it all work its way into the music. A cool
1: auntie. That's a lovely thing to say. Unfortunately, Dan, you have a cruel auntie.
0: Oh, she's horrible. Mm. Mainly to me. (laughs) I pay her, actually. Dan, last one from you, please. Last one from me and the return of some friends of the podcast and a new, well, it's new-ish, I suppose, Will, artist band that we adore. This is No Prism with Thrust. So that's Thrust There by No Prism. We've spoken about these so many times. And as the track was playing, Will, you did say these just continue to seem to make music for us because it's everything we love about music together and separate. It's so many influences and elements of synth pop and rock and electronic and so much more uh, to create these. And they're all kind of like three to four minute masterpieces uh, and euphoric, huge, explosive things. This is no exception. I feel like it's got a little bit more of an industrial sound, maybe, to some of the other tracks that we've heard so far. But that's no bad thing. I can't stop playing it. And I'll tell you who else can't stop playing it, Will. Simon LeBon and Katy Krasner on their Whoosh radio show. Well, I'm not surprised... It,
1: you know, we like a lot, of, a lot of music from a lot of different artists in a lot of different genres, but it does feel like all of No Prism's music is written just for us. Such is the production uh, uh, of these tracks. And I can't think about... It's another, it's another fantastic one. I can't pick my favourite one of theirs because every time I think I've got it, I suddenly remember this one and that one. And this is just another one into the mix. Thrust. Uh, They have just such a fantastic energy about them. You just want to get up and throw yourself around, don't you?
0: You really do. And if you are listening at time of episode release, they are playing a week today in Sunderland. So do go and check them out at Waves Festival. And lads, please do come back down to London or Bristol or both uh, because we would love to see. I haven't seen these live yet, but I just cannot wait. to be a moment.
1: And Dan, I would happily come up to you if they were coming
0: to London. Oh, so lads, come play at Track by Track HQ. No,
1: not in your, not in your living room. Um, oh. At a venue in London. Will, last one from you, please. Here is a big comeback, Orbital, featuring Sleaford Mods. This is Dirty Wrapped. orbital there huge dance act uh from way back into the 90s as well are back this is uh taken from their 10th studio album, which is coming in february next year with uh featuring post-punk group Sleaford mods uh what i love about this i mean it's just uh, anthemic isn't it and deserves to be played extremely loud it's also got something to say the political comments and political uh, two fingers that this track gives as well about people taking responsibility for their actions um, and not being blindly led by faceless politicians that have come out of nowhere. I think it's just a fantastic way to make a statement with this sort of two fingers, amazing dance track. And obviously we've got so many amazing songs. I'm really looking forward to new, more new
0: music coming from them as well. I have to say the biggest thing for me about this track, the biggest reason why I love this track is because Sleaford Mods are a band that when I see interviews with them, I absolutely love everything that they have to say and everything that they stand for and their beliefs and their uh, morals. But their music is just not for me. And I've tried so many times to get into it, but it's just just not for me, which is a bit of a shame because it's like Maltloaf. On paper, I should love it. I like everything in it, but I just can't abide the taste of it. But this combination of Sleaford Mod's angst and attitude on top of those orbital beats is absolutely incredible. So thank you to all involved.
1: And I would do anything for love. I always Uh, always quite like meatloaf. Oh, sorry. Malt (laughs) loaf. I do like malt loaf. I can't stand it. So, Dan, uh, I don't want to frighten you, but we're going down to the butchers. Um, the lights are out. I can hear screaming, so it sounds more like a slaughterhouse this month for our butchers' choice.
0: Oh, it's a Halloween special.
2: What a wonderful feeling it is to be as fit as a butcher's dog. Get away from her, you bitch!
0: So, to kick off,
1: two uh, two big big ones. First one... Because we talked about her quite a bit recently, but this is bringing Ellie Lovey, Ellie Goulding, bang up to date. She has got this huge track out now. This I is Let It Die. Let
2: it die.
1: So Let It Die, this is from uh, Ellie's new album, Higher Than Heaven, which is another one coming out in February next year. This is, I love uh, Ellie's brought the energy and right up to date with this track, which has got some great disco influences, some great uh, guitars in it as well, but also a bit of darkness running through the energy on this track.
0: Yeah, definitely some darkness, and I think... What really plays a big part in that is the bass of this song. The bass is played by the co-writer and the producer of the song, who is Lost Boy. And Lost Boy has worked with the likes of Little Mix, Tom Grennan and Zed, But he also produced The Vamps' Married in Vegas, which I think didn't we feature when that came out on the new music drop?
1: Oh, God, did we? I think it was one of your choices. Oh, oh cringe.
0: Uh, oh, Dan, they're absolutely gorgeous. They are But yeah, great song, really, you know, as, as, as you said, we celebrated 10 years of halcyon earlier this month on a wonderful episode available now on Patreon, uh, but so excited for this next album as well Dan, let's finish off with a dance. We are going to have a real boogie to this one because this is a Panau remix, which is always a good thing, and it's the remix of Lizzo's "To Be Loved." Are I ready) So the Pinal remix of To Be Loved There from Lizzo. I heard about this song because Pop Justice, who, you know, we don't hear from much nowadays, do you? But he tweeted that this was an incredible remix and reminded him of the sort of almighty remixes you would have gotten back in the day. So I had to put it on straight away. And I was in no way disappointed. Already loved the original, of course, loving everything new from Lizzo. But this is a banger. One of the first tracks she wrote with Max Martin on the new record. And just a match made in heaven, I think. Can't wait to hear more from Lizzo. She just is one of those artists that continues to excite me. Will, what do you think to this one? Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. Uh, I love this. And I could just have pictured this being played in the pubs and clubs of Brighton at the weekend. Uh, And they might have done uh, for all I can remember. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, a real Saturday Night track. Saturday Night Remix. Saturday Night Divas.
0: Get down, get deeper and down. Get down, get deeper and down.
1: Never give up on the good times. Mash-up.
0: Twice, girls. So... That's it from October's new music drop. Do let us know what you thought to our 12 tracks, and of course, the many, many, many more on the long list at Trap by Trap UK on the socials.
1: Uh, can I just say a few names to you of what you've got on the on the long list playlists?
0: Oh, I thought he was going to say some potential baby names, but yeah, some names on the long list. Yeah, please.
1: Uh, Realize, LCD Sound System, Baby Queen, Joan, I Am Berlin. Sam Gerling, 49th of Maine, Fred again, Aha, uh-huh, Aha, uh-huh. Tom Aspel, Florence and the Machine, The Killers, Dragonette. That's enough. That's more than enough to be getting on with. Uh, and That's easily, More than enough. And there's much more, more there, isn't there? Way more. So do enjoy the
0: playlist and let us know what you've been listening to as well. And of course, we're back throughout the month with many more episodes. Octvota Fest is over, so we have. N- it's not all. Just as you've gotten used to <laughs> what to call it. Um, well. It's going to be back next year, Will, maybe. But we have got episodes for all, brand new episodes for all coming up this month. And of course, lots of exclusives on Patreon, including the fourth part of our Pet Shop Boys disco series. And of course, especially for Halloween, and as voted for by patrons, Michael Jackson's Thriller as it turns 40.
1: So uh, we're looking forward to you enjoying all of that. Doesn't make sense. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) uh, have... Have a great life, and we'll see you again soon. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry
0: Christmas. Do you want to see me swallowing a big load, Daddy? (laughs) Ha ha.